0: God notices, God cares, and your choices matter. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz and this is essential Presents. So uh, years ago, I heard of a, a friend of my brother-in-law's. At one point, his parents had a unique parenting style where they wanted to teach their son responsibility—fiscal responsibility—so responsibility with money. And so what they did is they said, okay, what would it cost us as parents to raise you for an entire year, um, in, excluding like, you know, rent or heat for, or like normal meals? But you know, those things that, uh, like if you asked for a skateboard, or you asked for, you know, we had to buy you new clothes or whatever it takes to raise a kid, right? Um, he said in, They said instead of just buying those things piecemeal for him, they said, we're going to give you, we're going to add it all up and give you that money that would've, we would have spent on you in a lump sum, it's yours. Now, keep this in mind that <laughs> it's yours to use to buy clothes and to, if you want a skateboard or whatever the thing is, right, uh, then... That this is for you, but it's this is the this is it. This is the whole for this whole entire year. So, this young young man. I mean, he was in early adolescence. They were teaching him this. And no, keep this in mind. I get that there's some parents maybe out there saying that's the worst idea I've ever heard in my entire life. They should be arrested. Those parents locked up because what happened was this young man did what you would think any young man would do. I mean, his parents warned him like this is it. This is the thing. But he went out and spent all of his money in a relatively short amount of time on. Uh, fun stuff, right? Non-responsible things. Then when it came to winter, he had a winter coat from the previous year. As an early adolescent male, he did not fit in that winter coat very well. And so he had, but he had to wear that the entire year. His jeans had holes in them, but he didn't have any money for new jeans. And he kept going back to his parents saying, can I have, you know, a new winter coat, a new jacket, new, or or new uh, jeans, new shoes. They said, well, no, you spent all your money. Now, the important piece was the parents laid out the rules. And they said, this is the amount of money. It's all yours. But we want you to learn how to use this wisely. In order to teach you how to use this wisely, we're going to allow you to experience the consequences of foolish spending. The next year, I guarantee you, the next year what happened and actually every year after this, this young man had—he knew the value of a dollar. We'll say it like that. He knew the value of a dollar. He He knew what things were worth, not just what they cost. And from then on, he became really, really good at saving, really, really good at wise spending. He just became really, really good at using money really well. But that's only because his parents let him experience the consequences of his decisions. Now, another caveat, right? Sidebar here. They didn't just (laughs) cut him loose, right? Like, he was still fed every day, he was still, you know, housed every night. It wasn't like they just, like, kicked him out of the house. You can't pay rent, anything like this. That wasn't even part of the equation. They taught him consequences in the context of some safety, right? Rather than him graduating high school and going out into the world and not having any idea of consequences and it all was on him, his parents taught them taught this to him early. So consequences and actually letting someone experience the consequences of their actions is not a mean thing to do. It can feel mean, right? Obviously that kid as he had holes in his jeans and maybe holes in his shoes and he's walking to school with a ill-fitting winter coat. Yes, that can feel mean but it wasn't mean. They were caring for their son by teaching him that actions have consequences. Now, here's the thing for us. When God forgives our sins, we realize this. We have to understand this. God's mercy is infinite, right? Because God is mercy. And God is infinite. Therefore, God's mercy is infinite. It will never run out. His forgiveness, he's never slow to forgive. He is quick to forgive. He wants to give us mercy. This is so important for us to know. We know the heart of God, the character of God. He wants to give us his mercy. That's who he is. But there are many times when God will not only forgive us, he will also allow us to experience the consequences of our sins in this life and in purgatory. Now here, here's the thing, because there are two, con- two kinds of consequences to sins, right? There's eternal consequences to sins and there are temporal, temporal <laughs> consequences to sins. Eternal consequence of sin is hell, right? It's eternal separation from God. But there are, and so Jesus Christ has paid that price. When we, when we go to confession, when we receive his mercy, he pays that eternal consequence, the eternal price of sin, hell. He, we get to be reconciled to him and live with him in eternity in heaven but there are temporal consequences to sin as well or might say temporary consequences to sin that God allows us at times to experience for a couple different reasons. Now, um, we see this in the Bible. Here's David as an example. David's sin with Bathsheba uh, and then his murder of Bathsheba's husband Uriah that David and Bathsheba conceive a son and he is born and then God says to him through Nathan the prophet, your sin is forgiven but your son will die. This is the consequence of your sin. Now, we can see this from, from our perspective and think like, that is super unjust. Like, why does this child have to die because of David's sin? That's a whole nother story, whole nother video to look at. We also have kings in Israel's history who have committed some kind of sin and God says, okay, I forgive you but here's what's going to happen. Uh, your line will pass away or your kingdom will be, the kingdom will be taken out of your hands. So, like, what you've done in hardening your heart to the, to the Lord is, yes, you're forgiven now but the consequence is the people will experience the consequences of your decisions and one of the things that it reminds us of is the fact that even my private sin is not private, right? Even my personal sin, I'll say it like this, even my personal sin is not private because oftentimes, our personal decisions, someone else has to pay for. I mean, think of how many times in our lives that is the case. My personal sin, someone else has to pay for. I just chose not to live up to my promise. I wasn't faithful to what I said I would do by showing up to work. Someone else has to take responsibility for that. Someone else has to pay that price and there are temporary consequences. Even if someone says, no, I forgive you, it still costs them something. And one of the things it costs is not just maybe their time, getting back to the work scenario, but sometimes it even costs a little bit of their trust. Like, oh yeah, I know that guy. He doesn't show up for work. I know her. She doesn't tell the truth. There are consequences to our sins. That's one of the reasons why there's a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. So again, uh, you might forgive someone, someone might forgive you and so that means we've talked about it in other videos in the past as well that forgiveness is I'm not going to ask you to pay me back. I'm not going to wait for you to give me what you owe me. So for, your debt is forgiven. I'm not going to wait for you to pay me back. But reconciliation is now we're united again. Reconciliation is now um, what was divided by that sin, what was divided by that, that action of yours, that choice of yours has now been uh, reconciled, right? So we trust each other again our relationship has been reconciled, our friendship has been restored and that's not always the case. Because why? Because there are consequences to our choices. And God, I think, God allows us, I think, these consequences for a couple reasons. One is to teach us. When this young person ran out of money, he wasn't kicked out of the house. This was not eternal consequences to sin, right? And it taught him, as I said before, the next year and the year after that, This guy, was he knew where every penny was going and he was very smart about it. So it teaches us something. When God allows us to experience the consequences of our sins and sometimes even to experience the consequences of other people's sins, God is teaching us something and the second thing I think is just so powerful is that God is teaching us that our decisions matter, that that your choices matter. I don't know if you've ever been in the situation where um, you were learning about forgiveness, maybe as a kid, um, maybe your first kind of encounter with saying you're sorry and you did the thing and because of doing the thing, your parent or the teacher or whoever it was who was in authority said, okay, because of that, here's the consequences and you said, no, 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 but I said I'm sorry. I remember being in this case, in this situation so many times where I, I, had, done the, I had done the thing, right? I did the wrong thing, I broke the rule, whatever it was and so they said, okay, yeah, well, because of that, you can no longer do X. And I remember thinking, but, but, but I said I was sorry and the response of really wise teachers and wise parents is, I know you're sorry and I accept your apology. I forgive you, but you made that choice and this is the consequence, which is such a gift for us, not only, again, because it teaches us, but also because it, it highlights the fact that our decisions matter, your choices matter, you matter. All of this is meant to be an encouragement. Like, all of this is meant to be an encouragement because if your choices, my choices matter for evil, right, and then we experience the consequences of our foolish choices, then also God wants you to experience the consequences of your good choices. He wants even those private good choices, those personal good choices, where it's like, no one noticed this. No one seems to care about this. God notices. God cares. And your choices matter. And there are consequences. Even if you don't experience those consequences of your good choices, Yet, in this life, you don't feel them. They're not as powerful because they don't pinch. Like the good consequences don't don't often pinch. Those good consequences um, are often unnoticed. But my just encouragement to you is this. Not to hold God in suspicion and say, is this the time when he's going to let me experience the consequence of my my sins? Because we're so afraid of that, right? We're so afraid of like the hammer of the Lord coming down on us. Do not hold the Lord God in suspicion. He loves you. He wants to give you his mercy. And even when he allows us to experience the consequences of our sins, that experiencing of the consequences of our sins is always oriented towards healing and growth, learning and responsibility so we can rise up from those things with his grace, even more powerful, even more humble, even wiser. I hope that makes sense. Uh, But also, don't be discouraged. Don't be afraid of the Lord. His mercies endure forever. His mercies are every morning, even even when he allows us to experience the consequences of our sins. He is there with us in those consequences. He never abandons us and he never will abandon you. For all of us here, Desense and Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.